Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for this morning is a gospel lesson from Luke chapter 4. I recently came across this little story. Dr. Lee Scarborough was one of the early presidents of Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. One day he was preaching about Jonah being swallowed by a huge fish. Later at home that day, his little son asked him a straightforward question. Daddy, do you really believe that a fish could swallow a man and keep the man alive inside for three days and three nights? Dr. Scarborough replied, Son, if God could make a man out of absolutely nothing to begin with, and if God could create the first sea creatures from absolutely nothing, don't you think he would have the power to make a fish that could swallow a man and keep him alive for three days and nights if he wanted to? The little fellow replied, Well, if you are going to bring God in it, that's different. The little preacher's kid was almost worldly smart, but he quickly realized that it was better to stick with the God he had come to know because that God can do. He can do all things. Yes, he can even do miracles. But you know what? It's a miracle already to have Jesus Christ present with you as your Savior. Last year, I think most people saw a miracle or two. Perhaps the most spectacular one was the miracle on the Hudson, when a plane whose engines had been destroyed by flying geese was safely brought down on the Hudson River by the captain, Captain Sullenberger. Other than a few minor bruises, nobody was seriously hurt and no one was killed. I recall briefly hearing that one pilot instructor said it was not a miracle at all, that it was all the result of proper training and experience. You know how more than a few crashes have happened with deadly consequences. Ask the people on that airplane and they will tell you it was a miracle. The other miracle I have in mind happened rather quietly. A woman died clinically during childbirth. She came back to life within one and a half hours. Now we are rational people and we've been taught to seek out rational explanations for everything that happens. I read someplace else that miracles cannot happen because they are against natural law. And this assertion was made by theologians. The Saturday the Nazarenes had Jesus for guest preacher should have been a huge day of blessing for them. God in the flesh had come to them to meet them and to teach them in their house of worship. What could be more blessed than that? The presence of Jesus Christ is a miracle already. But they did not recognize that. He was not the kind of God they wanted. They wanted miracles on demand. On that day, he read a scripture they were familiar with. But to them, the words were really just words on a scroll. That sounded good, but had no power. The one to whom the words applied was Jesus himself. 
And since he was right there among them, he could say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And they were so pleased to hear those wonderful words. They were very hopeful that the hometown boy would make them proud that day. If Jesus were a product of the old school of public relations, he would have stopped right there. His work would be done. He would have become the celebrity. They were only interested in the things God would give them. They wanted trouble and suffering to stay as far away from them as the East is from the West. They were all theologians of glory. That is not to say we are not. In our natural state, we are all theologians of glory. For who likes suffering and trouble? Nobody. And yet, all these things, suffering and trouble, will come to us. Jesus knew what was in the hearts of his hometown folk. They had not voiced it out, but it was obvious to him that the reason they would give for not believing in him was that they had not seen any miracles themselves, not even one. Since Jesus' main purpose in coming into the world was not to perform miracles for fame, he knew he had to address the obsession with miracles. Obsession with miracles is a hindrance to faith. Jesus Christ put a lot more emphasis on teaching the Word of God than on performing miracles. Without him teaching, we wouldn't know the truth nor understand anything about God. So throughout his three-year public ministry on earth, he taught. He taught at every opportunity he had. He really wanted people to understand what God was doing for them. He taught and he preached law and gospel. God's word of law penetrates our deepest and hidden thoughts and exposes them. When he does that, we react in some way. We humbly agree with it or we vehemently oppose it. By bringing their real thoughts out in the open, he infuriated them. Therefore, they grabbed the one who had come to save them and they dragged him to the edge of the cliff with the sole purpose of pushing him off so he would die. But in a great irony, they get to see a miracle. Jesus walks right through them and he was gone. God's law exposes sin, but his word of grace, his gospel saves from sin. When Jesus is present, it's a miracle already because he is present to make people God's children again. But he does that miracle through the teaching and the preaching of God's word. His hometown folk rejected both the law and the gospel. You know we have a lot of problems in this world. We have so many issues with health. You see how the healthcare debate has gone for the last year. It's so passionate, sometimes you think we might start killing one another. What it means is that health issues affect everybody. Maybe it affects you personally. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it is a dear, dear friend. When these painful health issues affect us in this way, we would like to see some miracle, at least a little miracle. We know God does miracles. So our sometimes unspoken demand is, what about me? 
You did it for others. Can't it be my turn now? Why can't I have my miracle? When we have a mindset like that, we become desperate miracle seekers. And any mind that is only focused on seeing or receiving miracles is a mind that is in danger of missing the real miracle that is Jesus Christ himself. We know the effects of natural disasters. You know what Hurricane Katrina did. You know what the tsunami did in Asia. You know about the earthquake in China. And right now, we are dealing with the latest earthquake disaster in Haiti. We'll probably never know how many people died in that massive earthquake there. I heard on a news broadcast that it's over 200,000. In such disasters of epic proportions, we privately ask why God did not do a miracle to prevent them from occurring in the first place. There is no specific answer to such questions. But we know that even in such situations, Jesus Christ has not abandoned those who are his. He is remaking the world where such disasters will not happen again. That is a promise he has made. And because he is faithful, he will do it. Some have said that if God would only do some miracle for them, then they will trust him more, that they will attend church more, that they might even tell somebody about Jesus Christ. But no matter the struggles you or your loved ones go through, know that you will get to be with him because you believe in him. It's a miracle already that the Son of God has looked upon you and declared you to be his own. He came in weakness, but in that weakness that led him all the way to the cross, he made you God's children righteous and acceptable before him. Before Jesus departed this earth, his final charge to the 11 remaining disciples was to make disciples of all nations, baptizing and teaching them to keep the things he had taught them. Teaching and proclaiming the love of God in Christ Jesus is that important to him. Jesus Christ is present with you in the scriptures. He is present with you in holy baptism. He is present with you in his holy supper. In these three areas, he offers himself to you without limitation. In these days, when we cherish equality, remember that Jesus Christ is an equal opportunity miracle provider for all so that they might be saved. He is present with you always, and that presence is a miracle already. Amen.